It's time once again to delve into the mysteries of magic and the law of attraction with Madame Pamita, episode 32. everyone, I'm your host, Madam Pamita, and you're listening once again to Magic and the Law of Attraction, the podcast where you'll learn how to transform your life in magical ways to make it the very best that it can be. I'm really excited to be doing this episode because this episode is going to be a little bit of me telling a story, but I hope that if you're dealing or someone you love is dealing with a health issue, that it gives you some enlightenment as to how healing spells work and how you can find some healing through magic. I'll be telling you what healing magic is and what healing magic isn't. I'll be sharing my personal story about healing magic, and I'll be telling you how you can do healing magic for yourself. So this is a story about candle magic, spiritualism, law of attraction, and trusting in your guides. So we'll get into it in a second. Before we do that, though, I have just a couple brief announcements. I'll be at the Reader Studio April 23rd through 26th. That's in New York at LaGuardia Airport. Not actually in the airport, but near the airport. <laughs> um, the Reader Studio is an amazing tarot conference. It takes place every year. I've been meaning to go for several years now, and this is the year I'm finally going. I'm going as a participant. I'm not going to be teaching any workshops, but if you're there, come by, find me, say hi. I'll be wandering around and, you know, you know what I look like, purple-haired lady. Also want to invite you, everyone all over the world, to the Live Magic Q&A Tea Party. Live Magic Q&A Tea Party takes place every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, and 8 p.m. Eastern. If you are interested in magic, any aspect of divination, magic, spiritualism, law of attraction, witchcraft, any of it, come on over. You All you have to do is go to spellsquad.com, sign up. You'll get the link to join us and you'll have so much fun. You'll ask questions. You'll listen to other people's questions and you'll meet my amazing guests. Every week I have an amazing guest on. And if you want to see a calendar of that, who's coming on the next episode, episode, I don't think they're episodes, next meeting at the clubhouse, um, you can find that information by going over to parlorofwonders.com going under instruction and you'll find live magic Q&A tea party. I think I say free live Q&A or something like that. Go ahead. You'll go over there. There's a calendar that will tell you who is going to be my guest for this upcoming Sunday. All right. So in that live magic Q&A tea party, I answer questions brought up Bell Squad members about magic, law of attraction, spirit guide, contact spells, past lives, everything. You name it, we talk about it. And one of the questions that was asked when we were doing the live magic Q&A tea party was a simple question. Is there a spell for alopecia? That opened up a whole thing because I have experienced alopecia. What is alopecia? So alopecia is the medical word for hair loss. And this question brought me to a deep, deep discussion about healing spells in general and my personal healing spell story. So I'm going to share that with you now because I think you're going to have a, gain a lot by it. So bear with me as I tell you a little bit about my health issues and healing spells and how healing magic works. So 
we have to go back in time to my 20s. When I was in my 20s, I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis. So what Hashimoto's is basically is your immune system seeing your thyroid, which is a little gland up in your throat, seeing your thyroid as a threat and it begins to attack and destroy it. So all autoimmune issues are basically this. Your immune system looks at healthy tissue and seizes, sees it as a threat, like a disease, and starts attacking it. You know, normally our immune system looks at something like an infection. Let's say some, you know, you've got a cold or something going on and it attacks the bad things, right? You know, it goes into attack mode. Well, autoimmune disease is your immune system attacking your healthy tissue. So Hashimoto's is your immune system attacking your healthy thyroid. When I was in my 20s, I didn't even know I had this. I knew my mom had had Hashimoto's and she had had this issue, but I didn't know I had it. And then I was in my 20s and my doctor said, hmm, something's going on with your thyroid. Let's check it out. And they're like, oh, you have a goiter, which is your thyroid is larger than it should be, twice as large as it should be, and you have Hashimoto's. And they told me, just keep an eye on it. I had no idea what just keep an eye on it meant. Just keep an eye on it. What does that mean? So whatever. I was like, okay, I guess I'll keep an eye on it. <laughs> in my 20s, I was like, you know, who knows? Anyway, when I was in my 20s, my mom was in her 60s. She had me when she was 41. And I saw my mom in her 50s and her 60s and 70s and into her 80s going through a lot of pain and misery because of autoimmune issues. She had not only Hashimoto's, but she had rheumatoid arthritis, which is another autoimmune thing. And she also had um, Crohn's disease, which is another autoimmune thing. So she went through a lot of pain, a lot of misery, a lot of um, almost like half her life dealing with this stuff, right? So when I got the diagnosis that I had Hashimoto's, it was kind of a little bit of, little bit scary for me. Although, you know, the doctors didn't seem too worried about it. So I wasn't super worried about it. But as I got older, I started thinking about that. Gosh, she had Hashimoto's. I have it. I hope that I don't really go down that same path of, of autoimmune things that she went down. Now, fast forward till I'm in my forties and all of a sudden out of nowhere, I developed alopecia areata. So there's different kinds of alopecia, which is that hair loss. Alopecia areata is hair loss that's like completely bald spots, but they're like the size, for me, it was, they were like the size of a half dollar, size of a quarter, but they're like completely smooth, not like thinned hair, but like bald spots with no hair growing out of them about that size. And they were all along like kind of the back of my head. Now, I had lots of hair. And so I was able to kind of cover them as long as I didn't wear my hair up. Like I am wearing it. If you're watching the video, I have my hair up in a ponytail bun. I couldn't wear my hair up like that because the spots would show, but as long as my hair was down, they were covered, but it was distressing to me. As I think you can understand, it's like when, you know, when you lose something that is for no reason, alopecia areata. I was like, what, what is this? Why am I losing my hair? I was a little distressed and a little worried. So I went to a dermatologist because I didn't know where else to go. I went to a dermatologist and the dermatologist gave me the diagnosis and said it was alopecia areata. 
and shot me with some cortisone and said, it's caused by stress. So the cortisone would help for a little bit and it would bring back a few tiny hairs on those spots, but then it wouldn't really take hold. Like in a few weeks, those hairs would fall out and might be back to the bald spot again. So those bald patches were more and more appearing on the back of my head and I started to panic. And as I like to say so much for it's caused by stress, your hair is falling out, you're stressed out. (laughs) It's like a vicious cycle, right? So here I am going to the doctor. They're not really solving the problem. They're not even kind of, you know, I'm going to these, you know, sessions where they're shooting me up with cortisone and doesn't even solve the problem. They're not giving me a good diagnosis and they're just saying, oh, you know, you're stressed out. So when I, I didn't feel like I was getting served by my doctor for that reason. I mean, he was a lovely person, but he really wasn't helping me with my situation. So I started thinking about looking for spiritual solutions because I didn't know what else to do. So when the doctor failed, I started thinking about what can I do spiritually about this? I said, okay, well, I can, I know some of the, the work that I do in my spiritual life. I started speaking affirmations. My hair is full and covers my entire head. My hair is healthy. You know, I saying those affirmations to myself. I started working with healing you know, healing candles, uh, like release and restore candles and using release and restore oil in my bath. So I started using these things that I had created back then that were meant for healing. Release and restore is to let go of any negativity like health issue and bring in restoration, which is healing. So I began focusing visualizations, um, focusing on my healing, seeing seeing myself as whole and healed. I started doing all of this spiritual work around it. Now, what happened was this, that when we're working, we're going to take a leap out of my story for a second. (laughs) When magic, I believe that magic really happens when we work in conjunction with spirit or we work in conjunction with our guides. And sometimes the magic comes purely from your intention. And other times it comes, it works with synchronicities. It comes from us being in the right place at the right time. But either way, it works to bring you a solution and the solution that is going to move you forward. So as I was doing this work, the candles, the oils, the affirmations, the visualizations and all of this, I got a message from my guides that I should be looking for natural solutions, that there was something that I was missing, that there was some information out there that I wasn't finding and that the doctor didn't have. So I started looking online for information. First, I was looking online for information about alopecia areata and its causes. And I stumbled upon, and I say stumbled upon with quotations around it, because really, I believe my guides led me to the first piece of important information. The first piece of important information that I got was that alopecia areata was an autoimmune disease. And therefore, aha, it's related to other autoimmune diseases like my mother had experienced and like I had experienced with my Hashimoto's. So that was a huge revelation. It's nothing that my doctor told me. My doctor didn't tell me. He says it was called caused by stress. It's an autoimmune thing. All right. So when I started 
finding that. Then I started searching some more and I kept looking and looking and looking. And over the next few weeks, I kept looking for solutions to autoimmune diseases. And again, I quote unquote stumbled upon, which again, I don't believe there's any stumbling upon my guides leading me to the key that really unlocked the door for me. So somewhere in my searching, I found a chat room where people were talking about Hashimoto's issues. And one of the things that was one of the chat threads that they were talking about was that Hashimoto's issues were resolved when they stopped eating wheat. And when I saw this, my guides nudged me, not physically nudged me, but I felt the, the, the sensation of a nudge saying, you need to try this. And so that, you know, cause I saw lots of information about lots of things to do, but the thing about stopping eating wheat, my guide said, you need to stop, do that, do that, try that. And so I figured, well, okay, what do I have to lose? I can stop eating wheat for, you know, a week or two and we'll see what happens. I'm going to tell you what happened. But before I tell you that, I'm going to take a slight detour and circle back to that idea of candle magic. So you have heard about me in this episode talking about burning a candle and having that candle help with the magic. And we're going to connect it all up. Candle magic is really a powerful tool in your magical arsenal. And candle magic was actually the start of my healing process. And it's my goal in life to teach you how to have that power. And I have written a book to support you in that. It is called The Book of Candle Magic. It's coming out in October of 2023, Llewellyn. But guess what? It's also available for pre-order. You've heard me talk about it in other episodes. When you pre-order, you are magnificently and exponentially magnifying your good karma because when you pre-order a book that isn't out yet, it signals a buzz. It starts a buzz going. So if you can pre-order that book, it will be an amazing blessing for me and an amazing blessing for you because you're going to get an amazing book. So you can pre-order the book of Candle Magic on IndieBound, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or you can pre-order a signed copy on my site. And when you do that, you don't even have to pay, prepay up front. Nobody charges you until the book comes out in October. But you can triple your good karma by contacting your local indie bookstore or metaphysical store and pre-ordering there. You can call them. You can email them. You keep these big bookstores alive. You help them. You help me make more amazing content for you. And you help you by getting an amazing hardback reference book that you will go to. I promise you, you will refer to over and over and over, over again as you are doing your candle magic and level up your skills. And it's all $17.99. So if you appreciate these free things that I offer you, like this podcast, my YouTube videos, my blogs, my articles, and so on. Please, please, please pre-order The Book of Candle Magic by Madame Pamita. I will be forever grateful if you do. And thank you. Thank you to all the amazing people out there who have already pre-ordered. That little extra minute that it takes to pre-order that book has made a huge impact. So let's keep that energy going. And I'm sending extra special blessings to all of you who have pre-ordered the book. Extra special blessings coming your way. And I can't wait for you to get the book. And then we can talk about it because it's amazing. You're going to love it. All right. So back to the story. So in if, go back again, someone had posted in a chat room about the fact that their Hashimoto's issues were resolved and they stopped eating wheat. 
my guides were like, you need to try this. And I'm like, what have I got to lose? All right. So I listened to my guides and I followed their instructions. I committed to saying to myself, okay, I'm going to stop eating wheat for a month and I'm going to see what happens. And you know what happened? A miracle happened. Within two weeks of quitting wheat, my hair started growing back on my head. After years of having these bald patches, seeing them get worse, not better, I was seeing a dramatic turnaround. My hair grew back fully. And 10 years later, I have not lost another hair. And in fact, the hair on my head has gotten thicker. Through this journey, as I realized, oh my gosh, what happened? I did this thing that my guides have shown me what to do. Well, I want to know more about it. And I found and discovered functional medicine. The result of this was amazing turnaround was that I was led to research even more about autoimmune issues. And when I discovered that there's a legitimate medical path that deals with autoimmune issues, and it looks at diet as a source of inflammation and it's called functional medicine. So if you are someone who is dealing with any autoimmune issues, or you're curious, you're having some issue, health issue, I really urge you to do a little research and see if functional medicine can help you. I mean, that was like, I wish someone had told me, well, my guides did tell me when I asked them, but I wish someone had told me when I first was dealing with my Hashimoto's that there was something called functional medicine that would help me with my health issues. So I've read books about functional medicine. I began seeing a functional medicine nutritionist who gave me blood tests to see which foods I have an allergic reaction to and which that allergic reaction is an autoimmune response. And I be, as a result, I have amazing, amazing health. I mean, my life has turned around dramatically from where I was when I was dealing with this. So when you do a healing spell, do your healing spell, but then pay attention. This was life-changing for me. For me, it was better than any doctor's help that I had gotten about my autoimmunity. As I said, I'm now healthier, more energetic, and I'm happier than I was in my 20s. I'm in a better place. And I know when I go off track, I can get back on track again. That is something that's really important. So the point of all of this is when you do a healing spell, it will work. Now, when you do a healing spell, it might bring you healing on the energetic level, or it might bring you the synchronicities, those chance encounters with the perfect healthcare providers, the perfect people, the places, the information that are exactly what you need. That's the way health healing spells work. Sometimes you get a spontaneous healing and sometimes you get the people or the places or the things that bring you the healing. Either way, you're getting a healing. So we never, ever would I ever, ever recommend that you don't get some help in the material world and you just rely on magic because you got to work with them together. You really do have to work to them with them together. And this story that I'm telling you about my own healing journey is the perfect example of that. If you have autoimmune issues, so a lot of us do, I urge you to do some online searching for functional medicine or read books about your issue in terms of functional medicine. Discover what is triggering your autoimmune issues and let go of those things that are personally poisoning you. You can heal yourself and you can get better at any age. I think a lot of people, as they get older, they go, well, I guess I'm going to just get worse and worse. You can turn it around and you can get better. So do your healing work, do your healing spells. Maybe you'll get a spontaneous 
just from doing the healing spell, maybe you'll get that amazing turnaround, but maybe you'll be led to the material world things that will create that turnaround. Be open to both possibilities. Okay. Alrighty. Well, that about does it for this episode of magic and the law of attraction. If you would like to get even more info about healing, then you'll want to check out my magic blog over at Parlor of Wonders. Just go to parlorofwonders.com, go to instruction, go to magic blog, where you can read more about healing magic, include a blog, including a blog post called How to Do a True Healing Spell. And you can find all kinds of other articles teaching you about magic, tarot, witchcraft, law of attraction, spiritualism, all the magical and mystical goodies. And don't forget, if you have questions about healing magic, you have questions about spells and candle spells or anything uh, that we've talked about, you can bring those questions over to the Live Magic Q&A Tea Party, which takes place every Sunday at 5 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Mountain, 7 p.m. Central, 8 p.m. Eastern. Just go to spellsquad.com to get the secret code to come into the clubhouse. We'd love to see you there. And if you do that, you'll also get a free copy of my illustrated ebook, Seven Secrets to Supercharge Your Spell Work. Just go to spellsquad.com and sign up to get your free copy. And a huge thank you to all the Spell Squad members out there who have subscribed to this podcast and share it with their friends. Share it with your friends. Hey, nobody's stopping you from posting about this podcast on your Instagram or your Facebook or your Twitter. Do it. And also a huge, big, big love to the people who have left reviews on iTunes. Those reviews are hugely helpful really encourage you if you haven't done it to go over and leave a review. Every episode, I pick my favorite written review and we give a shout out to that person. Hey, hey. So this week, my favorite review or this episode, my favorite review was by Flipped Out 808. Flipped Out 808 says, where has this podcast been? I have recently decided to pursue my interest in the occult and I accidentally stumbled upon, there are no accidental stumble upons. Let me tell you that it's your guides leading you there. (laughs) I have accidentally stumbled upon this podcast last week. Oh my God. I instantly connected with Madame Pamita, her voice, her energy, and her wisdom. Whether you are a noob like me or a master, this podcast is something for all. I love you, Madame Pamita, your beautiful voice keeps me company on my long work routes. I'm a truck driver, LOL. Well, thank you so much, Flipped Out 808. I hope you are enjoying the revived version of this podcast and enjoying hearing these episodes. I look forward to going on those rides with you. And if you would like to get a shout out for your review, leave one on iTunes and subscribe to the podcast and leave a written review and let me know what you like, what you want more of, And I'm so happy to pick out those amazing reviews that are so helpful, so beautiful, so sweet. It keeps me going. I love it, you guys. Thank you also to Jill Navarre for production and engineering on this episode. Thank you to Manfred Hofer, my amazing boyfriend, for announcing. He wanted me to call him tonight. And I have, I said, I have podcast episodes to do. So he's so wonderful and patient. Thank you to to you for joining me. I'm looking forward to next week, next episode, when we'll be answering the question, how do you make mirror magic? And how do you make a magic mirror? But we're going to be talking about mirror magic. That's not easy to say mirror magic. Sounds like mirror magic. No, we're talking about mirrors. All right. Okay. So how do you make mirror magic? That's next time. And until next time, this is Madame Pamita saying, keep making your life the most magical adventure ever. <laughs> <laughs>